Hello and welcome to fucking reality queens. I'm Amelia and I'm Sarah and it's bullshit day or maybe it's a day of recaps. So grab whatever your vice is and let's get the show started. Yoo-hoo! It is Thursday. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> no. it, what it should be is like, uh, um, I should have came up with a thought or a song that I got to start singing right out the gate that has to uh-huh. do with traveling. Because yes. like I said yesterday, I totally want to talk about nomadic life. Yes. How I personally think it's fucking awesome. I'd like to do it. (laughs) It is wonderful. I think I'd like to do it for a little bit. And then I'd probably want to drop kick the kids off on like some desert highway. Yeah. yeah. Leave you with the wolves and the. There's definitely a a time and a place for everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what do you. Okay. So nomadic life. I know Mm -hmm. can be considered several different things, either people that are doing the RV living or there are people like you who just move from location to location to location, Uh like different cities. I was told very young that I have gypsy feet and that is absolutely true. I 100% have gypsy feet. I cannot sit still. I mean, even within my own town, I moved around a lot and people never understood it. It's like, well, I like different houses. I like the change. I like the purge that happens when you move. I like the moving of the furniture, the cleaning of all the stuff. Like I like it. (laughs) I like having a new space, a new fresh space. Like why limit myself to the same four walls for my entire life? That's not for me. For some people it is for, it's not for me. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. I I think it. I would like to do the RV version for a while, mm-hmm. yes. but then I am the person that would probably the later years would be good with settling on my land, you know, yeah, yeah. with, with that doing the whole granny bit. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you have the RV to where you can still go, you know, for a weekend or whatever, then yeah. that's nice too. having the ability to go. Yeah, because there's a lot of places that I would like to see that I haven't, you know, gone. I mean, like, I've gone quite a few, but I honestly, at this point, I'm, I'm, I really need to do a state count to see how many states I've been to. Because I have a funny feeling I've been to more foreign countries than I have been to different states in, our, in the United States. I think that's probably here. true. <laughs> I think that's probably true. Because I've yeah. been... I've been to seven different countries, so and we're about to hit a few more mm-hmm. when we go on the cruise. I'll be tallying yep. those up. So I'm trying to think here. I I think for real that I probably right now currently have been to more foreign countries than I have in the own in the in the United States. USA. <laughs> I know there's a whole half of the United States I've not stepped foot in. The farthest um. I've been to the, I guess it's the west. Towards the west? Towards the west would be Colorado. And okay. um, we lived in Vail when I was very young, but that's it. Like, and I was very young and I haven't been that way, back that way since. So that's the farthest west I've been. And then, of course, I've been, you know, all the way to the east coast, the yeah. southeast coast, but not the north. I haven't been any farther north than Kentucky. So, yeah. 
There's I a think lot the left. farthest north I've been is like I'm trying to I'm trying to visualize the map right now. I'm trying to visualize. <laughs> okay, we've got <laughs> Illinois over here. I'm, I think it's Ohio is probably mm-hmm. about. Um, but I've been northeast because I've Boston and yeah. Massachusetts. I've been so I I retract that statement because I have driven through. All of the New England states, so I okay. have been well, to see, more U.S. states. Uh, never mind, but I don't count. I don't know for some reason I just don't count them because I didn't really stay stay in them. Right, right, yeah. Driving like the through only, them doesn't necessarily feel like it counts as a. Yeah, I a think visit. the only places that I really stayed was New Hampshire, um, and then Boston, and then when I lived in Glen Burnie in Maryland, right. Yeah, as far yeah. as the because I actually lived up east for a bit. Yes, you did. I missed it. I missed it <laughs> yes, so much. I miss it so much because I love how green it is up there. But uh, um, and then west, I of course been to L.A. and then traveled up to Ventura, which mm-hmm. is absolutely gorgeous. Shout out to the fam on the <laughs> west coast, all my fam in L.A. and in ventura and then i also have family in san francisco i've been Mm -hmm. to several places in california actually because i've been to san francisco and then fortuna because my um aunt and uncle um my my uncle dr dickhead literally that's his name richard head yeah and he's a doctor dr dickhead my uncle he um yeah they have their home in fortuna which is gorgeous they they bought a shit ton of land with um, a couple other colleagues, and it had a big old red barn, and oh. they converted the red barn into a guest house. Oh, how so cool. It has one of these really cool sunk-in fire pits that you mm. step down in, like the old mm-hmm. 70s kind of thing. Yep. And so, yeah, it, I loved it. it was, I had the best childhood going there and visiting because my How aunt fun. also is an artist so she had her art studio where she taught me how to make paper and all oh kinds i of love stuff. that oh that's it was, so cool it was so much fun because i did all this artwork in her art studio and then she legit invited all the people on in the neighborhood around for an art show oh how fun she put on an art she got she got food she did spread of food and everything got me a corsage so you know i was was the debuting artist yes Yes, i was great i love it oh that's so sweet that is so sweet you know but she's so bohemian i mean yeah I also didn't realize that, you know, that shit that was growing up around the hot tub was pot, but you know, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> yeah, very hey, bohemian yeah. people, but you know, I love that. Oh, I anyway, love it. I love it. So nomadic life, there's all the states in between the mm-hmm. East and the West that yep. I, you know, I've been to a few of the Midwest and that's it mm-hmm. well, yeah. like, that I've lived in and a little bit down. I mean, been to Mississippi, right? florida i want to see the pacific northwest you know all of it yeah. like washington and oregon and that's where that i want to go oh gosh i think i would love it i wouldn't want to live there but i would really like to visit like in the summer well you know i think maybe we need to just rent an rv and go take off and do that like i would love it because I'd like to go to South Dakota, North Dakota, go up all yeah. three out there. Yeah, I'd like to go. To, yep, do the you know, 
Black Hills or whatever they're called. Uh -huh. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's so much to see in this country. There really is. We have um, such a vast landscape from the tropical, you know, beaches of Florida to the cold, rocky beaches of Oregon. It's just and everything in between mountains and rivers and lakes and streams. And yeah, I want to see it all. I want to see well, it all. There's like, I really think that um, the, there's always been a little bit of, um, not a little bit. There's, there's always been groups of people that live the nomadic life, mm -hmm. but I think it became more prevalent and more um, out there for the whole world to see when the pandemic happened. Yes. You know, and yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody was like, eh, not working. I'm going to just go ahead and get an RV and get the hell out. Yep. And I and don't blame them. I think, I think that was the birth of this next generation of nomadic life, like mm -hmm. the modern day gypsies. Have you seen that movie, um, Nomad, about the lady who lives out of her van or whatever? It's like a no. documentary type. It's on Hulu. I think you'll, you'll have to watch it. It's called Nomad. You'll like it. It's her her journey shows okay. her yeah you know, all her struggles and um, ups and downs and highs and lows and yeah like I said I'm pretty sure it's a documentary I think it's a real a real thing I think but, some people get scared of that kind of crap because of um, that poor girl that was murdered that was living in her van and doing running her Instagram mm -hmm. why am I you know me and names I know I can't think of her name either but yeah. I know the story I mean, and the story you're talking about and. Uh, you see everything about it, like, especially when, you know, the police had stopped and they arrested her. Oh, you you're know. talking about, um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What is her name? Oh, my gosh. Somebody's screaming at their damn, I, I know. can guarantee you, I screaming know. at their device right now going, you Gabby morons. Petito. Gabby yeah, Petito. Gabby Petito. She was living out of her um, van. Yeah. With that psycho nut job. God. You know, traveling, doing the nomadic life and Instagramming about it. I love it. So I mean, that should have, that should have never ended that way. It no, just, it shouldn't have. It oh should have been God. a great adventure that everybody enjoyed watching and seeing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it kind of also though makes you question now when you're out traveling in this nomadic world with mm -hmm. everyone. Yep. I'm wondering how many people start looking at each other all side-eyed. Probably a lot. Honestly, probably a lot. They probably do. And like, are there signs? Is that person mm -hmm. being abused? Are those kids right? safe? Yeah, right. Oh, I, I know I told you the story about the van I was behind it. <laughs> I told everybody the story at um, Sam's that made me wonder if there were, you know, little kids being trafficked inside because it just something didn't feel right about it. <laughs> I definitely didn't look at the situation and think, oh, I wonder if their van is converted on the inside with the little apartment and they're living you know living out of it like that no i was more worried that there were 92 kids stacked on top of each other inside on their way to some hell yeah hole some some hell hole to be mm -hmm. human trafficked which we yep. do need to do um another it's it's getting close to time to do another episode about human yes, trafficking yes, especially it, it would be a good follow-up um with us talking about nomadic life i always like mm -hmm. to try to tie in our bullshit to yeah, kind of like sure. link it together and then segue into some other freaking topic of like what the fuck are they talking about now <laughs> <laughs> what are these yes. bitches up to now <laughs> what are they 
what are these bitches up to? Exactly. Exactly. What if, okay, so supporting yourself living a nomadic life. Mm -hmm. I think that if you're going to do it, you've got to find a sound way to truly financially support yourself. That, or you just need to create like a mobile strip joint. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I was thinking about that with this. Yeah, those those toy haulers that have the mm-hmm. flip down thing. It's like okay, yep. pull up. Starting in one hour, <laughs> mobile <laughs> mobile strip joint. Flip down that. Oh my god, that's fucking thing, and hilarious. They wreck the damn pole <laughs> for your viewing pleasure at the back of this RV, or almost like one of those um, pop up churches. You know, they'll like <laughs> pop the tent up out in the middle of a field somewhere, like a revival. <laughs> But instead, you've got be a you've got revival. Um, <laughs> you've got a Raquel's fucking galaxy light going on. <laughs> I think I found oh, the way. Shit. You know, oh we God. funded many a trip stripping. Now we just yes. need to become the madams. <laughs> That's right, exactly. So yep. we just need to find ourselves the strippers to go with us <laughs> while we do the nomadic life. And we'll pop up the tent. You and I can fucking uh, pimp their fucking titty <laughs> slingings. <laughs> I love it. And make enough money to go on to the next location. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, the, that's the thing, too. Nowadays, so many things can be done remotely. As long as you yeah. can get an internet connection, mobile hotspot you know, whatever, you can really work doing a lot of things um, from wherever, you know, wherever you are. I bet you could do that, um, that whatever only shit that way. What is it called? Members only or whatever fuck only, only where everybody does. Only fans. Yeah. You can oh, totally yeah, only you, yeah, fans. You can do that from anywhere. Yeah. You can do that a, from absolutely a mobile- anywhere. A mobile pop-up strip joint for OnlyFans. For on OnlyFans. I love it. Oh my God, that's so good. Wow. Well, I mean, you could even do location. like Yep. <laughs> so good. Anymore, you could even do fucking um answering services for phones. As long as you've got like the ability to have the phone rolled over to you, you could still like Thank you for yeah, calling be like, Walmart okay, customer service. <laughs> you could. You could like have somebody be like, okay, while I'm driving, you man the phone system. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Sitting there just driving down the road, mm-hmm. you know, hitting your little thing. Yeah. Uh, thank you for calling Walmart's customer service. How may I direct your call? <laughs> exactly. You really could. I mean, that's the thing. Like things have gotten so easy technology wise that there's almost no excuse not to, you know, if you don't think you have the money, well, but you'll find it. Like you found a way to support yourself on land or not on land, but you know, in on land. Land. <laughs> land. Well, where the fuck are they otherwise? <laughs> Floating on a cloud. Out in the ocean. Out in the ocean. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in if there's something you really want to do, just make the jump because I realized in my quest to live this way that I kept waiting for the right time, waiting for the right time, waiting for the right time. And then life happened in such a way that it forced me into changing the way I did everything, everything. And I was like, okay, well then I'm just going to try. Yeah. I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to see how it goes. And I'll either sink or swim, you know, either I have to end up over here or I'll end up over there. And I, 
found that once I was pushed off into the deep end, found a way to make it work. And yeah. you will, you will find a way to make it work. Don't let, you know, waiting for the perfect opportunity or the perfect scenario and um, keep you from not seizing life because it, it, it just goes way too fast. Like you can, it'll pass you by while you're busy making plans and you'll realize that you could have done it had you just done it, <laughs> you know, just yeah. done it. And if you just figure, figure out the one step, figure out that first step, how to make that first step happen. I mean, my husband and I lived out of our car for quite a while um, while we were figuring out, you know, where we wanted to have some sort of home base. And that was what made us realize that maybe we didn't necessarily want a home base, home base. Like that worked for us. That lifestyle worked for us. We were okay with being in this city for a little while figuring it out, looking at, you know, looking at everything, trying to figure out where did we want so to So where did you stay when, when you were living out of your car? Like, what did you in, stay in hotels? In my car. Oh, I so mean, you literally, actually were like, yeah, we oh, were okay. literally out of our car most of the time. Now, so um, to save money so that we had, you know, money to do things, we would get a hotel um, every few days so that we could shower and, you know, do those things. Um, but honestly, even at that, if you've got a gym membership somewhere that's got gyms all across the country, it's very easy to live out of your car and still be able to get your shower and do all, you know, do all yeah. that stuff. You just go to the gym, take your shower, fix your hair, do your makeup, you know, do the whole, have all that available to you and then just go right back to it. If you've got big enough vehicle that you can stretch out, easy easy as pie. Um, but we would get a, you know, a hotel every once in a while just to take the break. And I would look for the best deals like, um, okay, let's say down in Florida in the panhandle in the winter is their complete dead season. It is nobody goes there during the winter because they still have a winter. It still gets cold up in the Florida panhandle. Yeah. So like their extended stay America, you can get for $32 a night. Oh, wow. Mm hmm. And so we would do that, you know, for a week, we would look for those deals and make, you know, that's how we did it. And we did that for um, over a year, wow. an entire year. Now, you definitely have to like the person that you're traveling with. If you're traveling with someone, you've got to be able to travel well, because you're going to be in confined spaces, you know, for long yeah. periods of time. Sleep's not necessarily always the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it worked for us. We started in one spot and just kept working our way down, down the line until yeah. we found the spot that we were like, okay, this feels like home to us. So if we're gonna yeah. settle it all, this is where we're going to have a home base. And it was fun. I mean, it was hard. Okay. It was definitely hard. But I, I definitely realized nomadic life is for me. That is for me. Okay. I want to be here, there and everywhere. Well, you know, you and I figured out that we could do the RV thing traveling well together after we spent that, you know, vacation in the RV. You and I were the only yes. two people that were in <laughs> sync in that damn thing. Right. It's true. Like, we weren't under each other's feet. We worked mm -mm. well together. Yep. Um, I think about how trashed that damn RV would have been if oh it my had gosh. been left to everybody else. Oh, it would have been terrible. It would have been, been terrible. So you and terrible. I were like, oh, no, 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 no. 
And mm-hmm. I'm like, what's funny is at the end when we were, you know, done, you and I both like got our cameras out. We're taking pictures <laughs> and we're yep. like, we're, we're, we are giving this back to you cleaner than it was when we received it. Uh-huh. Yep. Stuff, yes, so. we did. Yes, we did. But we both had our, we had our, our little niche. We, you mm-hmm. know, did not, neither one of us were kept awake or woke up. Mm-mm. You know, we, no. we both went to sleep on our own and woke up on our own. Yep. You know, so that's where I know I could do a, you know, let's go hit the road for a month or so. Oh, definitely. You know, and yeah. see what's out there for fun. Yeah. You know, do a month of renting an RV because I know I could, I could do it with you because you're about the very few people could I do this with, but I know I could do it with you. Right. Yeah. I feel the same way. I definitely feel the same way because we have a tendency to, um, well, we're always thinking about what needs to be done. Each of us is always thinking about what needs to be done. So if it's not done, then we just do it. It's like, okay, I know she's going to want this done. So I'm just going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I know she's going to want this done. So I'm just going to do it. Or I'm going to ask, you know, can I help you with this? Or, you know, whatever. Like it just, there's never, never a, I wish they would get around to taking care of that thing over there because it's I making know, me fucking right? crazy. Like, <laughs> no, we're doers. We're both doers. That helps. I know. That definitely helps. And I, I think that, you know, I think it'd be fun to do because, yeah, I'm wondering, you know, how many people, so realize, I, I think you couldn't do the nomadic life if you were not structured because True. I think with being in a confined space, I agree with that. Like that, you're going to have to. Otherwise, you just yep. look like that person you pull up to it next to at Walmart in a parking <laughs> lot and you see the car is packed to the ceiling with sh- shit. You'll see like a fucking Burger King wrapper plastered against the window with a uh-huh. petrified half-eaten burger. Yep. And there's over here is a roll of toilet paper and over here is a two liter of seven up and, yep. and over here is somebody's you know covid test why do those exactly <laughs> why do those people always seem to have a whole lot of like mcdonald's toys sitting in the window i don't know <laughs> what i wonder that? that it's like what is that what is that it's like are they are they like have an addiction to like Happy Meals, right? Like, yeah, it's not it's, even just McDonald's. You'll find right. the Burger King. I can tell it's like that bitch has been to Sonic, Burger King, and fucking <laughs> McDonald's by them damn toys. Uh huh. It's true. It, just because uh, my little guys will get them, and nine times out of ten, I end up throwing the freaking toy away. It's uh-huh, the most pointless shit. Uh-huh. I don't. They don't give you anything good anymore. I was gonna say no. That's what I was about to say. The best thing I've gotten recently, um for the littles is we went to Sonic and it came with a little, it was like a little head Mm -hmm. and popper thing. The eyes were like the, like the poppers Yeah, and it clipped on. So almost like a baby could even, you can almost use it as a teether for a baby. Like that was the most useful thing we've gotten out of a happy meal type think that the industry needs to put like fidget toys in them do yes. sensory toys if you're going yes. to waste your time and money put shit in there that actually people if they're not going to fuck with it was. then the grown-ass adhd adult in the car will grab the fidget and put uh-huh. it. i i play with it. it's on my kitchen table now every time every once in a while i walk by and i poke its eyes because it's just the eyes you know the two eyes are <laughs> like, <laughs> i'll just poke at the eyes and then it's flop it over little fucking bastard uh-huh. exactly exactly <laughs> It's Billy exactly Ninger, I'm going to go in here and poke the kids' Sonic <laughs> Toys eyeballs out. <laughs> uh, yep. 
<laughs> Take that, uh, bastard. It was better than wanting to poke their eyes out when they were here on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you envision squeezing them and they look like those damn toys that the eyes boring. Yeah, pop I have out. a pen like that. I keep him in, I used to keep him in my purse all the time. It's an owl that I got from my mom, but he's retired now. The ink ran out of it. So now yeah. I don't keep him in my purse anymore. <laughs> now he sits in my office. Aww. I know. Well, oh, I think gosh. they need, I think they need to put sensory toys, you know, I out agree. there. Maybe it'll help the people stuff, who are living so. out of their cars. Uh, <laughs> maybe it'll help <laughs> bring their stress levels down a little bit. They can clean out their vehicle. <laughs> I'm just wondering, it's like, what do you do when you get to the point of where you filled that car up? Do you park it somewhere? Do you have like a house that's filled up where you can't live in it? And then you take, <laughs> once you're done filling up your car, you go park it in that back corner part of your lot and go get another vehicle and start filling it. When it's done, you park Maybe. it next to the other one. Uh, you become a nomad because you can't physically stay in your house anymore because you became such a fucking hoarder i'm sure there are people that are like I, that i bet you there are i bet you there are well oh. and you know what there's probably people out there who would want those people to have an only fan so they can watch their exploits <laughs> i'm sitting there thinking oh hoarders buried alive nomadic life like i'm wondering how many rvs you see cruising down the road that you honestly you know the old winnebago looking ones yeah if yeah. you busted into that bitch it's probably packed full of trash uh -huh. and just has like a little path from the front to the back and there's like a wallered out hole yeah <laughs> for somebody to sleep <laughs> on hilarious. that fucking dingy mattress mm -hmm. ew <laughs> So I have kind of a funny story, speaking of nomadic life and those old ass Winnebago's. So my father, you know, is getting up there in his years. Oh, Jesus. And he is, a, yeah, this is no Jesus story, Amelia. Uh, so I can't believe, I don't think I've told you the story. You're going to die. So maybe I have. He decided that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to just uh, pack up and live in an RV. He, that, he that's can't. what he wanted to do. He cannot. He does not no. have the cognitive ability to do this that so this man he, wreck multiple vehicles well that's why what, he's i mean what living he where he's living he leading up to this yes so okay. well actually post this yes. oh shit this okay. was the first okay oh god the story was the first oh god so he buys this winnebago and oh, he gets it all you know ready to move into he starts moving his stuff out into it okay he goes to get an oil get it oil it's oil changed when he comes back home apparently they did not put the oil cap back on the thing the way they were supposed to and this bitch catches fire okay <gasps> it almost caught his entire house on fire because he oh, had pulled up shit. you know into the yard it caught the tree on fire underneath oh, it shit. and this bitch burned to the ground burned oh, to shit. the ground with the stuff in it that he had you know just, just loaded, loaded up, up to go live mm -hmm. and oh. i was like this is why this is why i was telling you, you cannot do this like look how fast that happened look how fast that happened what if oh. you had taken it to get its oil change and then that was like the last stop before you hit the road and this bitch caught on fire while you're driving down the road What's the likelihood you would have gotten out? Like, did he dude. did he end up going after them for not capping that bitch? And no, burning down his shit. And I don't know why he didn't because that's so not my dad. I mean, my dad is the type that no, he would, would absolutely. I don't know why he yeah. didn't. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't Probably know. Probably senility. I think so. I really think so. So then after that, he buys a van. And he's oh, like, Jesus. I'm just going to live out of the van then. It's smaller and it's... Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. So in the process of trying to build out the van, which I told him I would help him, which I never did help him. You know, I'm like, I'll help you do it. It's just going to take some time. Hoping eventually he would, you know, like get rid of the idea. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, what ended up happening was he ended up wrecking his vehicle. Oh, um, Jesus. Because he fell asleep at the wheel. And then ended up having to be in the hospital and then ended up having to go from a hospital to a rehab center. And then the rehab center would never let him leave. <laughs> They're like, nope, mm -mm, sorry, you live with us now. So that's where he lives now. <laughs> His nomadic dreams are, are dead I'm and I'm surprised gone. they keep him. I'm like, like I'm surprised. Girl, me too. Me too. I'm, I don't know how. I'm, There's got to be some law requiring them to because it can't be for any other reason. <laughs> Because I be. don't uh, know. I know you wouldn't want to keep him. So what no. What the makes them want to keep him? Uh, right. Yeah. No, he's my own father in no way. So that brings the question. Is there a too late in life time? Like what, at what point do, if you are a nomad, do you have to settle down? Like, do you have to settle down? Or do you just eventually pick an RV park know, somewhere. It, it used to be, it used to be, it was the old people that were always traveling yeah. around in the RVs exactly. and exactly. would, they would, what were, what did they call them? Something birds. Snowbirds. They always, yeah. They go snowbirds. The people that that's go right. south for the winter. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they used to all jump in their little RVs, mm -hmm. drive down to Florida, park at one of the Florida yep. you know, RV parks for the, you know, winter. Yep. And so, but you're not seeing it so much with the old people anymore, which is a good thing. No offense. Cause I can't tell you how many times I was almost ran off the road. Right. Yeah. There's by, a whole bunch of my dads out there. <laughs> yeah. That were like <laughs> gliding over that line. And it's like, mm -hmm. what the fuck are you doing? Get on your side. And you don't want to honk because you don't right? want to startle them. Exactly. Old exactly. People startle so Very easy. easily. Yep. I feel like we are in the prime, um, Age I think range you, for yeah, doing I this. think yeah, I think this would be a good nomadic age grape. Age, mm -hmm. age grape. Age, age grape. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's um, kind of like little man in his new Yeah. Like <laughs> little man in his word. Mommy, are you being dramatic? I love him. I love That's him. My favorite. That's my I know. favorite. He's so cute. <laughs> I just love him. Him and his dramatic words. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, so he Dennis, is dramatic. You being dramatic. He, he is very yeah. dramatic. He, he is, is probably dramastic. the most dramatic kid I know. <laughs> yeah, if y'all are wanting to know what dramatic is, it's being dramatic. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what else was it we figured out? Sarcastic? Being, huh? Was it sarcastic? Yeah, being sarcastic and dramatic yes. all in one. So yes. that is his dramatic. <laughs> dramatic. <being> dramatic. <laughs> He's smart. He's smart. He he word blends, but you get it, <laughs> try to get his ass sit down to his schoolwork, and he's like, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, it's like, bullshit. Yeah. I call he bullshit. Becomes, I, he I've heard completely. <laughs> he's bamboozled too many people. I bet you he's right now off doing state testing. God oh, love gosh. him. And I can guarantee you that he is bamboozling them, going, I don't know how to do this. I mm -hmm. can't do it. Either that or it. I'll get the test scores back, and he's like rocketed through the roof, and I'll be like, what the? Mm -hmm. Why yeah, can't you do like this him. every day at school? Because <laughs> he doesn't want to. He does yeah. what he wants. 
He because absolutely even though, doesn't. He wants. Even though that we're doing the the homeschooling with one day in person a week, he still has to technically go to a facility in person to do state testing. Right. Right. So, I think Nomad Life would be really good for him too because he is somebody that needs hands on. He needs hands on experiences, and he's got a lot of energy. And although the driving from place to place might be a little bit difficult for him, if you've timed it right around sleep, you know, um, yeah, I think I think he would really soar in that environment. I think he would learn a lot. I think you would learn a That's whole where you've lot. got a question. Okay, do you get a fifth wheel or do you get one that you actually drive? I think, ooh, that's tough because fifth wheels are hard, like are hard to maneuver. They are, but, but they have having so the much ability, more room. Yeah, and having the ability to like disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, and that's a and tough have one. your vehicle to drive around yeah. wherever you may want to go. Ooh, that's a really tough one. Personally, I would probably like if I okay, if I had if money were wasn't an option and I could just buy whatever I wanted, I would buy a full RV and then I would tow like a smart car. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. something very yeah, small. Yeah, yeah. Very, very yeah. small. That we could still get around town in. Um I wonder yeah. if they have toy haulers that are RVs that you drive or if it's only the fifth wheels that are toy haulers. Mm. I really fucking love that. That's a good question. Flip down back patio option. Yes. Because there is also these attachments you can get to turn them into screened in patios. And I just like the idea of that additional, you know, space of like privacy, you know, where you can just park your ass and sit relax or, you know, just extra play space for kids to you know be a little bit more confined but you know right right so yeah anyhow well girl we have rambled on about this for a bit so we probably (laughs) need to these are supposed to be our short episodes so we can save our energy for our long ones because tomorrow is friday what is that one from what commercial is that oh god what was it i can't remember i don't know right now the kids are too busy doing that damn bk commercial it's driving Whopper, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about? BK, have it your, have way. It your way. You rule. Yeah, you know, I go to Burger King a lot because um, I love Lime Coke. I know you Coke. do. You went to Love their Lime Coke. Yes. And uh, yeah, when you go to the drive thru now, they say, how may we take your order because you rule? I'm like, oh, I would hate to have to say that. I oh, know. I, 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 I stopped to get the kids um, the egg, ham, and cheese croissant sandwiches one morning. They're like, welcome to Burger King. How can we help them or help you? Because you're awesome. And it's like, oh, not really. I'm not feeling awesome today, bitch. It's morning. I just need a coffee and some egg, ham, and cheese croissants. So... That's how I want my BK. That's my way. So exactly. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, I, I could ramble. So there I am going off the left field. So let's wrap this bitch up. All righty. We'll talk well, to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow. End of the week. Woo woo. See ya. All right, Sarah. Ramble that shit. 
All right, here we go. We are now available on Patreon for less than a cup of coffee a month. You can get bonus episodes, extended episodes, and join in on future fun events. You can follow us on all social media. We are F-U-K-I-N-G, Reality Queens on Facebook because, well, fuck Facebook. We are available on Twitter at FRQ underscore Amelia Sarah. We are fucking reality queens on TikTok and Snapchat. You can visit us on our website at www.fuckingrealityqueens.com. You can also send us an email at podcast at fuckingrealityqueens.com. Please leave us a comment or question on our contact us page. We absolutely love receiving those. And also leave us a five star rating, rate, follow, review wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, Fucking Reality Queens is a whaley production. Wicka, wicka, wow, wow. And that's a wrap.